Hello, hello, hello. No, hello, hello, beautiful people. How are we doing today? Welcome to another episode of London Pure's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, chapter, I should say. I really enjoyed reading it, like I mentioned before. I have a few chapters that are my favorite. <laughs> I'm not picky, you know, I'm not like, you know, one of those authors who love every chapter they write. There are a few chapters that could have been better. A few chapters could have been longer, shorter, but last chapter, chapter five, was my favorite. So today I will be reading uh, chapter six. And chapter six is titled, What Is It About Us That Scares You? So, for you guys who don't know, a little snippet about me, and you know, I say this in every episode, just so you guys know, so I'm not repeating myself, <laughs> um, you're not hearing things, but uh, my name is Lana, but you know, I go by Lana and Pure, um, I'm a podcaster, a published author, and DJ, and you can find me on all platforms, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz, at Lana and Pure, one word, um, and my new EP is out now um i posted that on my page you will be able to see that as well as two music videos are out as well too for my new recent songs um lana and pure uh strange wonderland and island paradise i do hope you guys check that out that's also available you know spotify apple music itunes you know soundcloud google play youtube anywhere you listen to music (laughs) it's available um, as well as uh, the book that I'll be reading from is labeled or titled Tajiri, which is actually, fun fact, my middle name. And it, is, and it means one who's destined to be wealthy, Swahili. And the title of the book, if you don't know, is Tajiri, all capital letters, spaced, T-A-J-I-R-I. A conversation on the truth, and I don't mean the truth they taught you in your history class. And you can find my book on um, Amazon and Google Books. Um, the ebook's available as well, too. Um, and it's the same picture in both. Um, ebook, Kindle, and paperback, so you don't get confused. <laughs> it's my face, so you'll see me. Um, as well as um, I decided to do this audio because, you know, if you're like me, I like to listen, you know, while I read so I can maneuver. Um, so that's why the audiobook will be coming out. Um, as well as, what else? YouTube has it, Barnes and Nobles will be getting it soon for those of you, you know, who like to shop, um, you know, for your books. I think Barnes and Nobles open, I'm not sure about the inside, but I think it will be open. Um, where else? I think that's it. But the paperback book is about $12 and the Kindle's about like $4.99. So it's not too expensive. I didn't want to make it too expensive, you know, because I didn't want to lose, you know, the purpose, you know, of, of why I did it. Um, what else is there? Uh, what else? What else? Oh, each episode or each podcast airs um, every Sunday, 6 o'clock or 6.30 Eastern, you know, wherever you are. I normally don't like, you know, working on Sundays or doing non um you know church things praying reflecting on Sundays but I think that's a good way you know to start the week I believe each week so every Sunday it will be available um and it's available you can listen to it um on SoundCloud Anchor on here 
Spotify, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, I believe Pocket Tune, and a couple other places. Um, but I just wanted to get that out the way. And normally each episode, I'll give a little intro like that, just in case people are just tuning into, you know, a later episode. Um, because my first intro episode, I really dived into, you know, me, what I'm about, the purpose of, you know, writing this book and deciding to do a podcast but you know each episode I'll still <laughs> tell you guys where to find me and, and what's what's up um as well as I always say full disclosure this book um you know I did during a time that I think is, was needed you know I've been wanting to do the book for a while but I think with all that's been going on in the world with the unrest and unsettling I thought you know the time was now um in full disclosure the book I wrote it from my perspective, you know, it's not meant to disrespect anybody or, or offend anybody, it's just, you know, speaking the truth, um, so I, I always say that, um, you know, up in the beginning of each episode, or even at the end, so you guys know, um, it's not meant, it's not that kind of book, <laughs> it's just a little history book, you know, so I always say that, so, and I'm always welcoming feedback, I'm always, you know, wanting to hear from you guys, um, does offend you if you have some questions you know feel free you know to reach out i'm more than welcome to answer and listen to what you have to say so without further ado um let's dive right in so chapter six what is it about us that scares you what is it about us that seems to make you guys shake in your boots we don't normally we don't and normally mean any harm we just want to at most times be left alone i among them don't like to be bothered by anyone because sometimes people are annoying they talk too much and always are unsatisfied and seem to have a secret motive about something lately people seem to be greedy for their own good and seem to only want to satisfy themselves case in point white women who tend to feel threatened by being on the same side of the street as a black person Why do they feel the need to clutch tightly to their purses or have their phones on 911 for emergencies when all we are doing is just walking like you? Yet we get the side eye or the quicker pace of walking, but you never see us doing any of that towards you. Why is that? We don't go out of our way, in most cases, to make you feel uncomfortable. Yet people, since they love to use that word, you people, love to make us feel as if we do not belong before even getting to know the person. You judge us before we even open our mouths to greet you because automatically automatically you see us as criminals or someone who shouldn't have the right to be breathing your air. Do we frighten you guys to the point where you would rather kill us dead in the streets than to have us growing and thriving as well? The amount of cases of police brutality and racial profiling in this country, let alone in this decade, is insane. People repeat history or better yet, the same history because they don't know any better. Learning different cultures, learning different customs, learning and meeting new people can give you a new outlook on life and a better understanding of different people. We are all made on this earth differently, uniquely and for a purpose that is greater than us from above. It is as if the fact that we don't look like you is such a pain or burden to your lily white worlds that the only smart thing to do is to conquer and destroy. Why is that? The world is big enough for everybody. And us here, too. And what is it that is troubling is, to me, that seems to be an issue. With that, black people have been preaching to the choir for years, or reform, 
on reform, social justice, voting, equal rights, and yes, freedom. Yet in 2020, I still find myself fighting for reform, (laughs) social justice, equality, the right to live, police brutality, and so on and so on. It is 2020. How long do we have to fight and march and protest and show you guys that we are here and you can't just bulldoze over us? The fact of the matter is we are here and want to coexist with you guys. Because while we do hate how we are still treated, we do want the same thing. Equality. That is a funny word, equality, when you hear that word, don't you think? People use that word in many different fashions. It doesn't just have to be about white versus black. It can be used in having equal female rights. It also has been used in LGBT plus rights. And also can be used in women in an all-male workforce. It's very, it has very, it, excuse me, it has very different meanings. But in this case, I want to focus on white versus black and what those two words have done to this country. The burden and worry that an African American has on a daily basis in this day and age boils down to these four things. Survival, money, family, and legacies. Survival is a primal word, word and has a different meaning as well. It can mean to survive, not failing a test. It can mean surviving a domestic relationship. But for blacks, it means surviving another day. Every day we walk outside to the world, we are literally putting our lives in our hands. Because living while black in America is a walking death sentence. Why may you ask? Well, I'll tell you. It is because for many years we have been killed for not only being just black, but for breathing, for trying to read, for trying to vote, and most importantly, trying to pray at a church. Why is praying threatening when you guys are praying and infiltrating our churches my people favorite word infiltrate and praying with us or going into our stores and eating our food we don't set bombs to your house so we don't get nooses for your neck so we don't spray horrible words on cars in your house we just let you do you because we know if we say anything we increase our chances of not living to see another beautiful day White people can date our men, can sing our songs, can try to wear their hair like us or move to the hood. But yet, we can't move into the suburbs without cops being called to make sure we belong here. We don't drive nice. We can't drive nice and expensive cars without the cops saying, make sure this isn't stolen. We can't get hired for the same high-paying jobs you work at without us getting the look as if, it, as if we forged our resume. Black people have to stoop as well as changing their names on their resumes from a Tyshawn Duncan to a Tyler Dickinson, to have you even consider looking at it. Why is that? It is okay for you to work at a law firm or Wall Street, but if we are there, it's a problem. You want to eat our food, date our people, listen to our music, and we can't say peep. When we do it, when we do, it comes back as we are too sensitive, or hip-hop doesn't just belong to black people. Um, newsflash, in a way it does, because the words we discuss and the story we tell in a rap or hip-hop song is about our hardship life. White people don't normally have any issues or struggles or have it hard, so what are we really talking about here? The streets, the drugs, the hard life growing up, the poverty comes from our history and our culture and what we do to get by. Our music, while it is catchy and has a nice beat, is an outlet for us to relieve our stress, to express what we can't normally say. We are angry and mad because we are angry and mad, plain and simple. Mad about being stuck under society's foot for so long and still have to fight. Angry because no matter how long we walk with picket signs and voices that we want to change, nothing seems to change. 
The sad reality is nothing will change because people don't change. They just get better at hiding who they really are. Change requires people or a group of people, in this case, to really, and I mean really, look at who they are and what their actions have caused to people. The circle can't be broken until people in power learn to take a step back at their actions and realize that they are the only people who can change this. No more I'm sorry's and no more we apologize for our ancestors. We don't care about your ancestors. We care about you and what you are doing now. Because all that matters now is what is happening in the now. And what really matters is coming is come voting time. Because the people in our society are messed up. But what really matters is if Trump gets elected again for another four years, then we are doomed. We are in worse shape now than ever. But come November 2020, if he gets reelected, it will be a mess. That is the real reality we face. That if he is the head man in charge for another four years, we will lose our democracy as we know it. Because the man at top who was in charge now has caused so much hate and divide in all of us for these past four years. Life as we know it has not been the same since our beloved Barack left office. And now we have so many deaths, hate, and animosity in our world. White people, why do you hate us? Is the, is the real question. To understand why someone hates you is to better off the situation. But there has never been a real reason as to why they hate us and why they feel as if they are still the superior power and feel as if you are not white, you don't belong. The way of life is for everyone to feel as if we can have a slice of American bread just as much as you do. There has to be a line where we don't cross and for each and every individual to feel as if they belong. You want to see us fail so badly and set things up for us and grasps we can't reach to keep us down. Why that is, I'm not sure, but I will tell you this. It will not last. It may seem as if we are losing and have our heads beneath the ground. We are resistant and we are powerful and we are strong human beings. They didn't pick us for nothing. Also, let me just be clear that I am not condoning slavery one iota. And a lot of people have said that slavery was good for this country. Case in point, Richard Spencer actually said that in an interview a few years ago. What this person was thinking when he mentioned that is beyond me. He is an idiot. And as his whole organization, people who try to speak on things that they clearly don't know anything about, just because they may have read it in a book, does not mean you truly understand someone and their heritage. People can read as many African-American history books as they want. You will never, ever understand what it is like to be walking while black. You just can't. I'm not trying to be mean or rude, but it's just facts. Y'all can try to be down with the cause and try to be woke with our history, but the minute we want to do the same, it is World War III. It makes no sense. White people confuse me. White people confuse me and irk me because you will never be us. That is the bottom line. You will never be us. You try so hard to be us, you just never will. That is the main reason you are crying and complaining about us. It is simply because you want to be us. White people, and nope, not all, because there are some okay white people out there, are like a four-year-old child who doesn't get their way. Your way is taking us back to 1619 when slavery first began, not 1776. Taking us back to 1176, way, way before that, to 1863, right before the... Uh, we were free. Emancipation Proclamation was signed. To 1921, when the Black Wall Street happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where your president had that rally. And 
1968 and 1992. I chose those dates because, look it up, know your history, educate yourself, stop relying on black people to always have to educate you on our history. Do it like everyone else, read, ask questions. Black people aren't just born with knowing every black answer to the questions you guys have on our history, because not every black person is your history book. Let me say that again. Black people are not born knowing all the knowledge on black history because our history is not for us to teach you. You spent 401 years trying to stop us and destroy any legacies we may have. Why do you want us now to teach you what it is like to be black? Remember earlier, I mentioned there are four things we have. One of them is leg- one of them is a legacy. A legacy African Americans have been trying to pass on for many generations. Because we know if we don't leave something behind, there will be nothing left for us to show as we don't have many things. The things we do have, wars, one, books, inventions, stories, land, houses, money, wealth, since the beginning of the 16th century have been taken from us at every turn. It is exhausting being black. It truly is. But let's not get twisted. I love my melanin skin. I do. But I also know the hardships and trials that come with having this skin and the extra work I have to do to keep myself sane and my mind right. If you let them get to you, they will destroy you. You always keep your mind right and sharp because they may take everything from you, but they can't take what you learn. A lot of people find it hard to believe that African Americans are so smart and that we have contributed so much to society. The fact of the matter is, you won't. Because at every turn you have, it has been taken from you in ways that you don't understand. Most importantly, money, wealth is important to have and to hold on to. We don't capture wealth in business very often. The very few times we do it is either taken from us in debt or just being uneducated and knowing what the right moves are to make coming into business with the wrong people also has a huge factor in it most times we don't know any better family wealth in a black home is necessarily not discussed discussed only because we can't see past our next bill let alone dreaming about having our own empire having that power and wealth can get to your head as well it is important that we always remember that end of the day what the goal is I believe that the reason white people are so lucky when it comes to money is their families and parents and grandparents. Their parents have bestowed and have taken care of their children and grandchildren since birth. They know that they never want to have for anything because they will always be taken care of. Whereas the black children know they don't have a chance or it is small to go to college, get a good job, or even not be stuck in poverty. Being stuck in poverty and being stuck in a never-ending loop of despair and depression can get to you. Knowing that you will never see the end of end result of what you have accomplished for so many years and so long can make life hard. We as black people don't have a lot or the same opportunities given to us that are given to you, i.e. white people, in any aspect. Because those tools are just not given to us or thought about. What is it about us that scares you? Is it the fullness of our lips or the smoothness of our skin or the way our eyes shine brighter than a morning Sunday sun? I can go on and on about what we have to show and give to society, but no matter how beautiful we are, no matter how lovely we are, we are still a nigga and a geek. I say that, or Betty at Kanye West said that, because it is true. We will never go any further in life than what you hand us. The sad part about that is we can't do anything about it, because either we don't want to do anything about it, or we, like like I mentioned before, do not have the tools. Life for blacks is always going to be hard, unless black people stop the hatred and keep us down or in our places. The tools given to white people 
for the past 401 years have never been given to us. It is a systematic way to keep us in one place. Never not wanting to grow. Never not wanting to see what life is like on the other side of the fence. We want freedom and will continue wanting that, I believe, for another 401 years. Because it still has not been given to us and we have been marching for decades now. Life in America as a black person is no picnic and it's not all candy. Actually, sometimes it is pure hell. Because we always have to apologize for being us. We always have to tone it down or our attitude because it comes across as we are angry. Why? You can lynch us and call us every name under the sun, yet we are not entitled to stand up for our rights. When can there be a world of peace and happiness? The secret is out, and I know what it is. You desire to be black, and that's okay. So, that is the end of chapter six (laughs) like i said in a couple episodes before i kind of go in (laughs) on the little chapters i.e a little angry a little upset i have a lot to say because i do have a lot to say i really do (laughs) and each chapter like i said before you know builds on each chapter like any good book does and the the reason why i and like I said before, the reason why I published this book and I made this book when I did was because with all the unrest that is going on in the world with racism, Trump, COVID, and everything else, I thought the time was now. And like I said before, it really spoke to me to publish this book and make this book. Um, May 25th, 2020, when George Floyd was brutally murdered. And since then, there's been countless others. And even before him, there's been countless others. And I just felt, you know what, enough's enough. This book needs to come out now. And people need to hear the truth. Or at least my truth that I'm trying to tell you. Because like I said, and even with the title, our history classes never really taught us much on African Americans. Besides the Civil War and slavery. There's a whole other slew of our culture, of our ancestors that you don't know. Unless you read. Because the books won't tell you. You gotta figure out on your own. So... I hope you enjoyed this chapter, and I hope with every chapter that um, you guys listen to or read, you understand where I'm coming from. You see or you hear and feel the frustration that is sometimes in my voice or sometimes in the words that I'm saying. Because like I said, you know, we are frustrated. We are tired. (laughs) We are sick and tired of being sick and tired. (laughs) It's the bottom line of famous saying in the Black community. I mean, it's a sad saying. But again, every week you guys keep coming back and i appreciate it i check and see when you guys are tuning in so you know this is a new thing for me doing a podcast doing an audiobook i've never done it before but it's exciting it's a new journey and i'm loving it so i do hope you guys tune in uh this week's episode will be again airing at six o'clock six thirty eastern on sunday every sunday and again you can find it on soundcloud anchor um, google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcast spotify um so i hope you guys enjoy it and like i said in the very very first episode for right now each episode of my podcast will be on um the book and after the book or after my chapters are finished i will go on to the next thing i have which is a secret <laughs> so i can't tell you that just yet 
but i do hope you guys enjoy this chapter and i hope to see you lovely lovely people next week and i hope you guys had a blessed week and i hope you guys had a great sunday you know did something that you didn't do the day before and you know you guys know that you're blessed and know that you do have something to give to this world whatever it is whether it's small or huge just keep trying keep hoping and know that god or whoever you praise loves you very very much he has a final answer see you next week